0: I am okay. so happy to have on the phone the one and only globetrotting flautist, Walter, Walter Kellerman. It's so good to ca- see you. Ta- you're calling in from South Africa, aren't you?
1: Yes, from all the way from South Africa. Thank you, Cindy.
0: We're, we're nice in, to hear your voice. It's great to hear you. Where, where in South Africa are you calling in from, in, Walter?
1: In Johannesburg.
0: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yes. Well... <laughs> You know you have i have to introduce you to people I've known you for a few years here. I was so excited when you got your twenty fifteen Grammy Award for that fantastic piece uh Winds of Samsara that you did with uh Ricky Kesh, which is fabulous but i'm I mean I also loved love language it was just beautiful but you know what i even I even had the c d before both of those that you put out um, oh
1: yes yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was. Yeah. They, um, you know, I was very proud of that one too. It's. Um, I've always tried to do. You know, I've really been obsessive with my with the albums that I put out. So, really, sort of tried to go as far as I possibly could. You know, with the albums, just try and take as much care as I can, and um, completely overdo it.
0: <laughs> well, I think I, maybe I, it takes that. You know, I think I think we kind of, as I've noticed this with excellent musicians and successful ones, that they do have to be obsessive with this work. It's it's kind of all-consuming when you're in a project. It is, it is really, and I am just, I love this new release. I I have it in my hands here, Symphonic Soweto, a tribute to Nelson Mandela. The is it Soweto? I guess right.
1: You. Soweto That's Gospel
0: right. Choir and you got the one and only a uh, very very talented and famous Angelique Kijo um in here as well and um this one um, I I can tell the, the obsessiveness <laughs> coming out because this was a <laughs> this was a huge huge project I mean um and number one it's not easy to do and mic and record choirs and and you were able to capture them beautifully um, on this very very wonderful release and but beyond that you know that's the technical part beyond that there's this amazing spirit and soul that comes through i play your music um on KUOS uh, in Sedona and i you know i play a lot of wonderful music but there's something about your music Voter that just jumps out on the radio. And I, I have been in radio most all my life. And I I, I know some music does. Some music kind of goes in the background. But your music, and I don't know what it is. I think it's got to be your soul. Your music just comes right through the radio and kind of stops me sometimes. If I hear it, I just go, wow, that sounds so good. So I don't know what that skill is that you have, but you've got oh. it, Woder. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you so much. That's so nice to hear that. Um, you know, I, I think... Um, but as you say, I think in this industry you you have to be a little bit obsessive and obsessed. Um, you know, it sort of goes, goes with the job. And um, because so many albums uh, get released every year, so to stand out, you really have to do something special and you really, really have to sort of go the extra mile, you know? So... Um, you know, it's it's. Um, I think it's part of part of, you know, our industry.
0: Well, we you like know, it. you have you are very very well recognized, of course, in South Africa. You've gotten awards there. They have their version, just like we have in Hawaii. We have uh, a version of the music awards here. You have the South African Music Awards. You've won um, three. They're called is it S A M A Sama Sama South African. Music my
1: yeah. Yeah, I've actually won won
0: six of those. You won six? Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's lovely to be recognized at home. You know, that's still, it's the most special because that's the people that you know and the people that you connect with every day recognizing you. So, you know, I I do value those. They've got a special place for me.
0: Well, not only is it a special place, I'm sure it's inspired others because... You've been able to cross borders and boundaries, and um, theres it's not easy. And I think a lot of people who know you, and there's a lot of people in the, the Grammy community who know you, but they don't, I don't think, recognize enough how difficult it is to be a musician who's from South Africa and having crossed those borders and boundaries and been able to reach the heights. I know Ricky, of course, in India it as well, but yeah. um, this is not an easy thing to do.
1: Yeah, I think you know, um, I think it, it sort of, it needs a natural curiosity, which um, just comes, sort of does come naturally to me. You know, I've always been curious, and I've always listened very widely. So I actually find it, find it easier to cross borders than not to cross them.
2: <laughs>
1: so, mm-hmm. um, and uh, for this album, um it was actually harder than usual because I tried to stay within the uh the South African framework because you know, it is a South African album, it's it's about the um history of Soweto and Nelson Mandela. And uh, so we took some of the um the songs, popular songs of the last few decades and we arranged that for, for flute, choir and symphony orchestra and sometimes solo voice as well. Um and for those i really had to stay within the the you know the boundaries of 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 the genre um and i found it pretty hard because my natural <laughs> thing that i've sort of developed over the years is just to allow the other influences to come out mm-hmm. you know and and i would find myself playing a, a solo and then i'm i listen back to it and i'm going oh, no, that sounds Irish, or that's got a <laughs> flamenco flavor. Let me redo it again. So I actually found that quite hard um, to do that and still have the imagination and the spirit, of, you know, my own imagination and spirit come through, but stay within those boundaries. Um, that was quite um, challenging, actually, but um, did manage in the end.
0: Well, and, you, uh, that's you,
1: what I love about each project. It's, you know, it brings its own challenges Um and and um, really allows you to grow and and um, develop.
0: Well, you you are a world citizen, and you you travel quite a bit of the time, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's not easy because I mean, South Africa is a long, expensive flight away from most places that you're going to be going exactly. to. Um,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: And you make a point of of coming. Of course, to the Grammys and some of the indie events, and and you're very, very active. So, I, how how often are you on the road, Woder? I'm
1: on the road all the time, and actually, too much. I, I'm pretty tired of being on the road. <laughs> um, so, I wanted, I do want to take a little break, um, but I have been traveling a lot because I also spend a lot of time in Australia. So, I, I do, you know, I spend the bulk of my time between Johannesburg, um, well, South Africa in general, and Australia. Um, And then I spent some time in India and quite a bit of time in the U.S. as well. So, um, Mm. (laughs) it's all around the world.
0: That is definitely. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: and the problem is it doesn't sort of come in in convenient, you know, bits. I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm always, it's not like I do all my South African concerts at in one long stretch, and then I go, no, unfortunately, it's to and fro all the time, and um, you know, so I think it, it is a difficult thing, because as a musician, opportunities are hard to come by, so mm-hmm. when they do come, it's very important to grab them, you know, you uh, because every opportunity could lead to another whole train of opportunities, mm-hmm. um, so you really have to think twice, if it's if it's something good, and it's and, and it's an opportunity. You really have to think twice before saying no. So I've been saying yes to everything I could possibly do. Wow. If it is, you know, if it's musically satisfying um, and and it pays the bills. then I, like, say yes 99% of the time. But it does, mm-hmm. in the end, exhaust you.
0: It, well, it, yeah, on those long, long flights. I have to get you. I have a new version of my book, um, of the travel book I did. I did a new version, Part 2. Of how to fly with less stress, and I'll send you i I'll send you a Kindle version because oh it ha-
2: okay yeah
0: because it has a lot of exercises you can do on the plane that will help you relax and and also stay you know to the point where the circulation going. You're tall, and on these <laughs> you you know there's some of these planes don't give you a lot of leg room. <laughs> it like, is,
1: and, and <laughs> um, you know I I always fly economy because it's just too you don't. To oh my gosh, motor
0: Oh. My- so, yeah. so getting the Dude, so I'm, I'm getting I'm the Grammy, it, getting you know. the Grammy and all these awards didn't put you up a class, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it
1: just allowed me to travel more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you did play Australia. You you played the Byron Bay Festival, which I guess that's become a huge thing. I know you've done that, and and what, I, is it the kind of that feeling that um, there is this wonderful feeling in Australia? What drew you to some of the festivals in Australia? Well.
1: Um, Australia is a surprisingly cultural, you know, there's this kind perception of Australians not being very cultured. But if you actually go there, there's, there's a huge amount of culture and music, especially live music, happening. And um, so it it is really a beautiful place to visit. And um, I also have um, family there. So I combine, you know, I, I go to some special trouble to um to arrange concerts there, so the the Byron Bay uh, Blues Fest I think is Australia's biggest festival, and that was a treat to play. You know, mm. um, um, it was really, really amazing. Some beautiful artists. Gregory Porter was there. Um, you know, Santana was was playing there. Wow.
0: Um,
1: you know, Jethro Tull played there. I met Ian Anderson.
0: Did, did you get to meet him? You did meet him.
1: Yes, I met him. It was really lovely. We had a long flute talk. oh, did you and yeah did so he influence really nice you
0: what was he an influence in your life because I know you're you're pretty very animated, much. yeah, you're very animated when you play and and you're also very colorful. I love the uh, the wonderful colors that you wear I think that a lot of them represent um South Africa, don't they?
1: That's right, but you know there's the sort of concept of of using all kinds of colors and just being very creative does come from Ian Anderson, you know, because he was mm-hmm. very out of the box. And I think he, he influenced a lot of people. And so I'm, I'm very influenced. It was, you know, really special for me to meet him and to connect. He, the interesting thing he told me was that the reason he started doing these extra sounds on the flute is because he couldn't get the normal sounds. He couldn't make a beautiful, normal, mm-hmm. plain tone. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, no, I and that drove that.
1: him to do all kinds of other things. I Very I, I kind of
0: get that. My sister was a concert flautist. I was a frustrated flautist. I didn't have the. Uh, <laughs> I just I just pick it up and play, but I never had the discipline to get to the level you're at. And when I, I have to say, um, if if people haven't heard Voter Kellerman before, you should go to Voter Kellerman. It's spelled W O U T E R K E L L E R M A N dot net, um, because you have a lot of your music up there. Also links to YouTube. Um, and you you do have quite a wealth of of wonderful uh music people can listen to and you are an excellent flautist and i've been around uh flautists and 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 no flute music and i and i have to say when i first heard and i've been in the business a long time in radio and i played some of the early stuff of of Ian Andersons and Jethro Tull and he was extremely creative and there was good songs but he was not an excellent flautist. I think he got better as he went on, but he, he, That's right. he but, but truthfully, I heard him, I went, you know, the guy's really creative, but he's not a great flautist.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. He's, you know, he's, uh, you know, in, in the classical world or, um, you know, um, he hasn't done the, the, the training that would get him to a Um, what, what, you know, to a, a great level, um, mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he's he's benefit. With the, the amazing thing that he does is just being creative, yeah. and coming up with amazing things. But th- that's what I try and do. I try and um, have both of those. You know, mm-hmm. I, I try to. I still do um, classical concerts every year. Oh, and, do you? Um, I keep that that side up, and for me, the sort of root of of all my playing is is a is a beautiful sound. You know, I, I do focus on 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 sound and trying mm-hmm. to be able and to be able to create all kinds of colours in your sound and to, mm. to play a, a simple phrase beautifully I mm-hmm. think is just the most important thing for me personally. And then all the other effects and extended techniques for me are extras.
0: You mm. know? Very good point. And yeah. I think that makes a difference from the little flute playing I've done and, and, and I certainly appreciate music more than play it. But I've noticed that, like, when you're in the center of a tone in a flute, when you're right in the very center, and that center connects to the soul, there is some extra sound. And I think there's no mistake that Krishna was a flute player, right? I, there is yeah. there is something about that that magic of a of, of flute that can convey it. I kind of wondered how, when, when you have a symphony that you're playing and working with, um, it, it's interesting because there's certainly tons of of music and albums with people singing with the choir, uh, but not so many flute players with the choir. So how did you uh, work with that harmonics and all the the richness of the Soweto Gospel choir with your flute
1: yeah, um, actually, the flute goes very well with with the choir um, um, voice and flute, I think because they both use they 're both natural. You know the flute is sort of a translation of the voice, really, because it you play it in the same way as you would sing,
2: mm. and
1: um, and they, they did, it was quite a natural fit. But it wasn't such a natural fit to get the choir and the orchestra together. Um, you know the, the 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 African choirs love to sing just a little bit flat. They sing mm. just under the note, and ah. they they sing with so much passion that it seems to lift the um, pitch. Um, in into tune and um, and it's not that it's out of tune it's expressive mm-hmm. singing uh-huh. you know uh-huh. While the the orchestra is the opposite they like to go just a little bit sharp mm. you know um most uh in in the pop world the the frequency of a is four forty hertz
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but the symphonies orchestras all over the world go just a bit sharper than that they play four forty two four forty four ah. they 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 they, they they like to go just a touch shop to to bring some extra excitement into the music.
0: I didn't know so that. So we, we,
1: yeah. So it was very interesting. You know, we discovered very early on that we had a bit of a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's What's that tool you get in Pro Tools that brings the What's that mu- that tool that brings everything up and makes them equal and. Yeah. And,
1: you can do melodyne or auto tune. Ah, yes, auto tune and, and yeah, all those things. Post production, you know.
0: <laughs> but that but we changes had to it. Yeah.
1: Basically, find find a good way, an order of recording that that would make the most holistic sense. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so we we had to repeat and redo a lot of the things, and that's where the my obsessive nature came in handy. <laughs>
0: <because> <laughs> well, you know, this is this is also a massive piece because. It's not just you playing flute. Obviously, um, you did the amazing work of arranging, and 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 there's fabulous um, compositions in here as well. Yes. And you worked with some other people on some arrangements as well, and and then we want to bring in, of course, the uh, amazing talents uh, and, and the legendary singing of Angelique Kujo, who's who's won many many awards, right?
1: Yes. She won the Grammy in 2015 and 2016, Mm -hmm. the World Music Grammy. She's amazing. She was just such a thrill to work with. And um, yes, for the arrangements, I actually work with some beautiful arrangers, some amazing arrangers. And um, because I'm, you know, I do arrange, but I, I, one of my big skills is that I know what I'm, what I'm good at, and I know what I'm not that good at. So Mm -hmm. arranging. I'm not the world's best arranger, so I, I um, used I, I combined with the arrangers that had amazing skills, and um, and I think that really helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it was really exhausting to put all these because all the all the music had to be arranged and you know um, scored, uh, you know for, for whole orchestra, and then we mm. had to go into the studio and record them, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really. Extremely challenging and expensive exercise to to, to do, um, but you know you listen to a, a few songs that are that came out beautifully, and it just makes it all worthwhile.
0: Well, you know that that is the bottom line. Uh, except, hopefully, you can get some funding. You you've been so generous. You did uh, on that beautiful love language. You you gave proceeds to uh, a very important cause that you care about: SOS Children's Villages in South Africa. Yeah. Um, And, again, we don't know because we're so locked into our life. I mean, most people haven't been to South Africa. I mean, were you born in Johannesburg? Where were you born in South Africa?
1: Yes, I was born in Johannesburg, born and bred. I spent uh, nearly all of my life um, in Johannesburg. So you were right Uh, there. You You
0: saw everything happening and unfolding with Nelson Mandela.
1: Exactly, yeah, and that's why he's so special you know he, he's just such a special, special figurehead and just such a beautiful person you know he spent 27 years in jail and I don't think any of us would know how it feels to, to spend and, uh, and when he came out of jail he was so incredibly forgiving so magnanimous um, and he became a leader for all his people even the people that, that oppressed him and that's just such an incredible example you know and such a Great message of tolerance that, that I think the world really needs at the moment, and, and mm-hmm. that's my, the main reason is, we, we, is why we've done this album. I, I worked very closely with the Nelson Mandela Foundation, and um, so the main reason is to, to broadcast his message of tolerance and, and to
2: mm-hmm.
1: to let the people know about it. You know, and and I, it's such a beautiful example to follow.
0: How did you feel as a child and? in the middle of the history of, of, of a, a country torn apart in the midst of that and at the same time having your heart go out to them and then seeing the, the, what it took to overcome some of the prejudice and, and then to actually see that evolution where actually uh, the day when he was freed and to be there when he died, I mean, that must have influenced your entire consciousness.
1: It did. You know, it was, um, you know, um, it, it was just an incredible journey to, to follow, and um, you know, when we were young, in the midst of the apartheid years, the uh, the media was controlled by the government. Mm. So we, most of what happened, we didn't know about.
0: Wow. Um,
1: you know, we we didn't know about a lot of the uh, the really bad things that, that happened. We only discovered it later. Wow. Um, and um, but you know, we were always. I was always um, for. You know, for a full and equal uh, democracy, and it was just so beautiful to see it happen, and and to to it was such a feeling of euphoria after '96 uh, when we had our first democratic elections,
2: mm-hmm. and people
1: really um, in South Africa get along beautifully.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, um, I, I don't know why, but you know we um racism is actually uh, in my view, I mean there's much less racism here than many other places in the world Wow you know?
0: that, and, I did, um, I wasn't aware I was wondering about that, but I've never been to South Africa and I've heard so much about it and and a lot of people say it's a beautiful place and but then at the same time, look at the the history that is so powerful there and and what's happened and, and I know you also did a a song called "Voice of Hope." Uh, which is a work you did uh, in dedication to Archbishop desmond tutu
1: yes that's um, you know he 's been an uh, a, a parallel figurehead and just uh, just as amazing as Nelson Mandela and um, you know so uh, actually I asked Ricky, Ricky to join me on this song, so he he wrote that song
0: oh uh, Ricky Keshe? Yes. oh i didn 't know Ricky wrote that yeah. oh wonderful yeah.
1: and um so um, that, I think that you know, that was our dedication to to him. Um, you know, the in Soweto. Um, I don't. You might um, not be aware, but Soweto is short for South Western Townships.
0: I didn't know that. Is,
1: um, which is, which um, you know, in Johannesburg in apartheid years, the, the the black and white people were separated, and so the black people were moved to the south western side of town and that became Soweto and um, we have um, 11 official languages in South Africa Um, Afrikaans which is a a, uh, which has a Dutch origin and there's English and then there's Hmm. nine official black languages we actually have more but nine official ones and each language has got its own culture and its own dance and its own music Hmm. so all these people were living together in Soweto and it it became a very rich place to be um, and still is um, a sort of a melting pot of cultures, a mm. uh, very exciting place for musicians and artists.
0: So are it, now how did you decide that you wanted to and how did you go about getting uh, the Soweto, the choir, uh, to work with you? And it must have been a huge amount of rehearsals involved too.
1: Yes, um, definitely. The, well, we, we did one song together on the last album, Mm-hmm. And we just loved working together. So we, you know, and after speaking to the Nelson Mandela Foundation, who sort of encouraged us to do this album, uh, because, you know, next year is the centenary of Nelson Mandela's oh, birth. wow. He, w- he would have been 100 years next year. So they encouraged us to do this album, and it was such a natural fit um, for, for myself and Soweto to carry on after having done that song and they we also did uh they also sang on ricky's album um shanti samsara last year
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and uh, so it was quite a natural you know we we have been working together for a while and um so it was quite a natural flow um to uh, uh, and and it was a beautiful experience very interesting as well because you know everybody comes from a different way the different place the western mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 the local cultures mixing together like you know like they haven't like in the past where they, they weren't really allowed to mix together and so it was just an incredible experience to, to make that happen
0: well there's nothing like a good gospel choir to lift your soul i tell you i i mean i am so i know i am so blown away when i hear a good gospel choir you know it's like whoa they just they just bring your spirits right up. But then you put them with this uh, amazing symphony um, that you found as well. It's called KwaZulu uh, Natal.
1: Kwa
0: How do you pronounce that? Yes,
1: KwaZulu Kwa Natal. KwaZulu Natal Philharmonic. Philharmonic
0: orchestra. And yeah, s-
1: they, they're South Africa's number one symphony orchestra. Wow. So, yeah, they were very keen um, to join us, and they, they came to the party and made it possible for us Financially, to um, to work with them. and wow. um, yeah, so it was really we could have used different orchestras, but we wanted a South African orchestra because they would understand the South African music better.
2: Yeah,
1: and uh, so even though you know a symphony orchestra and it that comes from the from the Western side uh, of culture, but they still uh, the people who play there grew up um, also. You know, in a combination of hearing a combination of sounds and and being more familiar with the South African sounds, so it was important to us to to have a South African orchestra in there.
0: Did you have you done had a chance to play it in public down there yet?
1: No, we you know we just uh, we just got back a week ago after mixing and mastering um, in LA mm-hmm. and uh, doing a a tour. We did a promotional tour in the US. And so we just got back, and really nobody has heard it. <laughs> so wow. We, we're just sitting on the release. Um, it'll be out on Friday, and uh, and then, um, you know, um, we'll push it as much as we can. Uh, but for in South Africa, I think we'll get most of the attention next year when it's uh, Nelson Mandela's centenary.
0: Are you going to play there?
1: Yes, we'll will perform um, we'll perform the the show and uh, the Nelson Mandela Foundation has already asked us to do it all over the world.
2: Oh, really?
1: Um, uh, yes, the the dates still to be confirmed wow. uh, dates and places, but they as part of uh, the centenary ce- celebrations um, we will perform this.
0: I know that you submitted it for the Grammy consideration in world music, and um, you have. You have such a charming, open nature, and you're so humble um, that you know you've 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 made so many wonderful friends with the, the Grammy community, and and it's just so lovely. I know you were involved uh, last year. You were at the uh, Peace Awards, that I think uh, was also put on yeah. a wonderful mm-hmm. gathering there, and you've been involved yeah. in in so many uh, wonderful things. But you know, here you are traveling. What what are some of the highlights? Uh, of some of the performances you've had a chance to play and be at some amazing events, what were some of the highlights as you look back over the last couple of years? Of the the key uh, opportunities you had to meet and play at great places, like Carnegie Hall, you were at a couple times, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, we played there twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen, and that was beautiful. It was exquisite for us to to perform there and to just be there where we so many of the people that I admire have played there. It was really an incredible experience to be there. And and just to experience, because, you know, we make the music in South Africa, and uh, we never know how well it will be received Mm -hmm. um, in a completely different side of the world. And, you know, and we're always so grateful and surprised that people seem to get what we're trying to say. And get it does seem... Music does seem to be a, a universal language that does cross uh, cultural barriers, um, because I mean, my, the way I grew up and the way you grew up um, is completely different, and our environments were completely different.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: you, you can listen to the music, and you can still get the message.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, yeah. and and um, that's just—it's really quite magical to think about that. Um, so. Yeah, and some other highlights were I I played at the closing ceremony of the 2010 Soccer World Cup. Wow! That um, was for 700 million people.
0: 700 million people. Wow, that's a hard that's a hard number to beat. That was amazing. Wow.
1: Yeah, it was it was amazing for a for a flute player to get the chance mm-hmm. um, to play because it's normally the vocalist that gets the opportunity and. Um, so that was that was a really special moment for me, you know. And um, uh, you know, there's there's been so many highlights: traveling, playing in China, and um, um, playing in Australia, and you know, and in Germany, in Berlin, and
0: India, yeah. India, very
1: much. Um, I've been there a few times. One of the highlights was playing at the Rajasthan. Folk Festival mm. um, International Folk Festival two years ago um, and you know to do a collaboration with the folk musicians from the countryside who don't speak English we had a translator um, you know we had to um, find common ground and be so amazed that you know that we we could find common ground and make make music together and uh, have a beautiful time together um, also with the Indian classical mu- musicians,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, they, we, we did a dawn concert, half past half past four in the morning. <laughs> so we start playing, and um, we play as the sun comes up behind us. Wow, so It's a very special moment. Well, I'm actually going to to India next week. I'm going to Bangalore to, oh. to play in Ricky's concert. He's he's um, hosting a, a beautiful film festival there. Oh,
0: how um, wonderful! All
1: about about environmental issues, and he'll have a big gala concert, and um, I'll be joining him for that.
0: Wow. Uh, what, what kind of flute do you play, Walter?
1: Well, I uh, I have a gold Nagahara flute. Mm. It's a Japanese flute maker that's uh, based in Boston, um, and that's also the the same brand that James Galway plays. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's why... Uh, yeah, but, you know, there's actually... Um, many, many good types of flutes that, that one can play, and yeah. it's mostly the player that can hear the difference, not so much the.
0: <laughs> <listener>. <laughs> it is, the gold is impressive. I know Powell and Haynes, you know, and and my sister actually had a gold. I think Haynes or I don't know. She, I think she's oh, yeah, by, I
1: have a gold Powell as well. Yeah, that was the that was the last flute I played before, but that that came from Germany. It was tuned at four forty four. Ah. Tuned higher because people in Germany, the orchestras they play at a higher pitch huh. than, uh, than the rest of us, and um, so it was sometimes hard to keep in tune.
0: I bet, I bet, uh, yeah. I, well, we have to give a shout out to Tulsi, who is just um, always there helping out, and and she's just such a loving soul, and 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 she's always. It's so nice to meet her, and 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 together we get to learn more about what you're doing. She's just so so sweet, and I. People can actually follow you and 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 see your adventures with you and and your lovely dog <laughs> 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 on Facebook, right? What's it uh, mean? Yeah. Uh, you have a golden retriever or a white? What kind of no, dog? No, uh, the
1: golden retriever is Ricky's. Ricky's uh, oh, that's Ricky's dog. So we have, yeah, we have, we have. Whenever they, whenever we're there, we we take photos with Hachi. Hachi he's
0: yeah. a golden retriever. Oh, that is and, and right. Yeah.
1: He's really the head of the household in, in, at Ricky's <laughs> place. Ricky is just, um, you know, he really runs the household there. So, um, but uh, yeah, we love animals and Tossie's amazing. She's a she fantastic is. manager.
0: Yes, she's wonderful.
1: A lovely person to have, you know, um, and she's, she, she is as passionate as I am about the music and to, to send the message out there,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: uh, put some good music with good energy. You know, that's basically our mission. Well,
0: together. you do it. You do it. And and the truth is, um, even if you have great music, and a lot of people do, I mean, yours is great, to get it out there and to market it and to do the social media and to do all the other stuff is, is a full-time job in itself.
1: Yes, it, it is. You know, the, the days when you can just be a musician, those are definitely, um, for 99% of the people, those are over. You know, you have to run your music like a business
2: mm-hmm. and you
1: have to get involved and, and do your own um, social media, um, you know, arrange your own concerts. Uh, many, a lot of the time, often I have to set up my own sound equipment, you ah, know, yeah. um, so I, we're very good at that, me and my band. We can set up, in half an hour, we can set up a whole, you know, for a whole concert and um, and all the admin and, um you know, promotion, advertising, all comes down to the musician. So it becomes a, a really challenging, near impossible job to mm-hmm. to do. Uh, you know, it's, it really is hard. So we, we have to work very hard and many hours. But it's very satisfying and we're passionate about it so it doesn't feel like work.
0: Well, you know, thank you for that. That's true because i tell you. When you look at uh, the money return and the amount of money you have to spend to create a piece like Symphonic Soweto uh, with the whole choir and 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 the gospel choir yeah. and the symphony and then do uh, the setup, which is this, all that's extremely expensive and time-consuming. Of course, um, you know. Yeah, and, it is. and thank you. That yeah, you, it is. you still do CDs. They're, some people still don't, but I, I'm I, I I'm old school, and I still like to have a CD in my hand and to and to do. Yeah,
1: that. I think I think we um, you know we asked uh, we we had to think about it um, for this year, but I think we're still in CD land, but it's limited. You know, mm-hmm. we um, it's going to change. Many people like uh, my laptop doesn't have a CD drive anymore.
0: Oh my! And,
1: uh, and many people's cars now, the new cars, don't have CD drives. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: soon people won't be able to play yes. CDs. So, you yeah. know, we, we as musicians probably will have to. But, you know, it's so beautiful to have the, the booklet yes. and the artwork. Yes.
0: And, and this I book, I I, I I have to say, great graphics. And, and yes, this CD uh, does have beautiful booklets and wonderful pictures, very artistically and graphically done. Um, with the story, and it's nice to be able to look at the uh, pictures and see the story. And, of course, people can see it um, on your website as well uh, because yeah. you, you have that there as well. But, uh, yes, I am a fan. <laughs> I, I am a fan. And yeah. this release is benefiting the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Um So ye- right. yay on, on that as well. Um, you know, at some point, you know, I can just tell the people who are musicians who are, just dedicating their life to serve. And, and uh, Walter, you, you certainly are one of them.
1: Yes, you know, that's our field. You know, we, we don't make, we spend a lot of money on the albums, but we don't make anything because it all, all goes to charity. It goes to Nelson Mandela Foundation and the SOS Children's Villages. Um, and then uh, we try and make the money through through concerts and shows. You know, that's our model and that's how we survive and that's what, keeps the wolf from the door. Uh, so, uh, you know, but our mission is to spread the good music and spread good energy, and that's the main. The money is secondary. We just, um, you know, we just want to be able to continue, so we need to make some money so that we can keep going.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but that's our that's our model. You know, I don't think it's realistic these days. CDs sales don't bring no. a lot of money, you no. know. Um, And especially if you're like me and you end up spending much more than you planned. Yes, (laughs) and and you always, any
0: project, (laughs) any project you do in music is more than you planned, right? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard of a project that came in under budget? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it, it doesn't happen. And that doesn't include your travel expenses and everything you have to do as well, you know, so... I, I just I applaud you. It's, it's I know it's late there in South Africa, so I s- really super appreciate uh, you taking the time to call in and uh, give us a little backstory about this amazing release. I encourage everyone to uh, go and this Friday it'll be out. You can buy it, um, Symphonic Soweto. It's a tribute to Nelson Mandela with the Soweto Gospel Choir and the wonderful uh, KwaZulu Kwa NATO Philharmonic and Angelique Kijot. Um, it's it's just a, a wonderful tribute work that will live on for a long, 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 probably longer than we're alive. That there'll be people listening to this this wonderful CD. <laughs> so it's a legacy piece, I think, as well. So uh, congratulations to you, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to to call in from South Africa and talk to us today. Thank
1: you so much. And um, uh, we do have a website specifically for the CD called Symphonicsoweto.com.
0: Oh, good. That's good to know.
1: Symphonicsoweto.com. So there, everything is there all the videos, the music, photos, behind the scenes footage, um, uh, all the liner notes, uh, credits, everything is on there.
0: Wonderful. That's spelled S O W E T O, Symphonic Soweto. Dot com. Yes. Well, get some sleep. Thank you so much for, for <laughs> calling, and, and have a good trip to India. Um, we'll probably see you at one of the uh, Grammy events somewhere along the way, and I wish you the very best.
1: Thank you, Cindy. Yes, I will, we'll be there in, in January in New York, and uh hope to see you there. It will yes. be nice to catch up again.
0: Yes, a big thank, alo- thanks aloha thanks from so. Maui. Maybe one day you can bring that whole event over here we we play in Maui. <laughs>
1: Would love to. I'd love love, to, too. Absolutely love to. it would be
0: great. (laughs) Everyone would love it here, too. Aloha to you, my friend.
1: Thanks to you, too, Cindy. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.